This is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wheat and Kelly McVeigh. And this is the Weekly Roundup. How do you feel about life? Motivated, not motivated? I think it's because I'm, I'm coming off of the flu. So mm-hmm. like my body is still really weak. Like I can feel it. I can feel like my, my lungs are just not that strong. And so like my motivation is really lacking right now. But maybe by talking to you... Yeah, listen, mine was like that. Mine was like that before Christmas. Okay. I had gotten sick and I felt like terrible and I needed a comeback. Okay. Maybe I, I think being sick is the thing, honestly. And you moved. Oh my God. It was a it was a nightmare, dude. So what I was reminded of, Cal, is that the only diet that's ever worked in my life, yeah, like super efficient, is being sick. Okay. Like there's no other way that I've ever done it. Basically, if I'm a little bit over where I'm supposed to be and I get sick, it's like I will drop it all. Cuz I I yeah. lose my appetite for like 2 weeks. Okay, when I don't feel good, I eat. <laughs> my friends know this about me. Like I honestly um I think it's going to like make me feel better. I think like, oh, if I eat, I'm going to have more energy. Oh, if I eat, it will. It's one of the only times that I really do eat. Oddly. Okay. So you don't lose your appetite, cold, flu, whatever. You don't lose your appetite? I don't know if I don't lose it. I just think that things are going to make me feel better. So I keep eating. I don't even know if I'm hungry. Um, But I keep eating. Like the idea of food disgusts me when I'm sick. Yeah. I don't know that it disgusts me or doesn't disgust me. I just find myself eating. I just find myself eating. So, so basically you're saying you're skinny right now, which my thought about today, like one of the things to talk about was, are you doing a New Year's resolution, which full circle comes back to eating, not eating, dieting, because I feel like that's a lot. That's something that a lot of people jump into in the new year. Word resolution to me has never boded well. Okay. Like if I set a New Year's resolution and I went really easy last year because I know how I am. Yeah. So it's just to manage to remember to put sunscreen on my face 365 days a year. Okay. Okay. And I made it through like six months and then I just started forgetting. Listen, I feel like it's even interesting to hear what people's New Year's resolutions are because so... So not on the map on that one. Like hadn't even thought about it. Well, I wanted to pick something that was like a daily thing that I really wanted to do, but that was like totally achievable, right? Yeah. When it comes to what other people would call New Year's resolutions, like I actually, a friend of mine, Rachel Bowman, she had posted on Facebook a list of her accomplishments for 2021. Things that she was proud of. Yeah. And I saw that. And I feel like it really spoke to me. So I took her lead and I did it myself. I loved and it, I, by the way. I mentioned yours. <laughs> yes, yes, I loved it. In the hopes of inspiring other people, in the hopes of just feeling really proud of myself and kind of drawing a bow on it. Yeah. And so I kind of like the idea of kind of doing the reverse. Okay, so celebrating your wins at the end of the year. Yes, because it kind of doesn't set me up for any 
full on disappointments. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. You know? Yeah. But I do have a lot of goals for this year. And I am not in your headspace right now. Kelly just said she was in the headspace of like rearing to go, like you're yeah, ready. I am for sure. And I came down with a nasty flu. I luckily didn't have COVID, but it, I have a lot of friends right now with the COVID. It is just moving, you know, it is just moving. And yeah, I had COVID again. So when I was sick, it was COVID for the second time. Right. I had it twice. And I've, I've tested negative, but who knows if that's, I mean, the only test you can even be sure of is a positive test nowadays. Right. Yeah. Because my friend took three tests. She was negative. And then fourth test, asymptomatic positive test. Yeah. You know, so, so many friends have no symptoms, thank God. And then they have COVID, but I got slapped in the face with like a really shitty flu. And I yeah. can't remember having a flu this bad for like 10 years. Well, and don't you think too, I mean, I've said this since September. Oh yeah, immunity. Yeah, everyone's immunity yeah. is down. So everyone just keeps getting sick. Well, and my sister was telling me, maybe you just don't remember how shitty it is to get sick because I haven't been sick in like two years. Yeah. Yeah, and then I have a toddler. And Kelly, <laughs> just just wait for it. We never get rain, right? I I pray for rain all year. We got a dumping like you would not imagine. Like nonstop, wouldn't stop. I wake up, it's there. It's That's just not the way it usually rolls here. Yeah. It rained like that for the seven to eight days on and off that we were moving. Nightmare. <laughs> and it stopped Night the day we were done. Mere, nightmare. 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 Yeah, rain is the worst for moving. Moving. So yeah. I had a flu and Asa did most of the heavy lifting, but there's nothing you can do if you have to move a bunch of carloads of stuff back and forth. Like yeah. you just have to do it. There's no way you can't like put it off. So flu plus toddler plus LA rain that never happens plus move. I mean- I went down. Like, yeah. it was bad. So you're like, uh, first of all, I have two things to say about that. One, when Jeff and I moved, which it was like a year ago now. Um, so remember hockey, whatever. I can't even believe these hockey guys. It was like calling in the troops. Like, as long as I had beer in a cooler in the garage, it was like three new guys, four new guys. Oh Who my are God. these? Like, they just like did everything. It was... Shout out to all of the uh, guys that helped us move because it was magical. Now, listen, I'm not saying it wasn't still a pain in the butt to pack, to move, to clean out the house, to do all the things. But we had like a crew. We had a hockey guy crew. Um, and I learned a lot of their names at that time because they were all jumping in and helping. Um, so it was so helpful that I can't even imagine going back to doing it ourselves. It would be terrible. Well, and you guys, you have a lot, you have more people in your household. So it's just stuff, it right? Is, it's so much stuff. And you know what the worst is? The last bit of stuff. Cause I it's know. the stuff you don't know what to do with. It's the stuff that you don't feel like you can get rid of. You don't want it. 
you never use it, but if you get rid of it, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. I know. It's I know. Right. But yeah, listen, I'm like rearing to go in 2022. Now, listen, I always do this. And I, um, I've mentioned before that my dad's called me Kelly Best Intentions Coon in a very cute, funny <laughs> way. Um, and that's always the truth about me. Best intentions. Cause I always have a million ideas, a million things. So I have like a list of things that I want to attempt to do. Um, and really it's more, not that I think I can do them the whole year. Not that I want to like downplay it. I, I of course want to try, but it's like, okay, how, how much can I make these new habits? Um, and attempt to make them a, a bigger part of my you know, world. Okay. So your resolutions are more like lifestyle changes versus goal A, goal B, goal C. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't drink water. That would horrify you. No, I struggle too. I struggle to drink water. Drinking water. So I'm trying to drink water every single day. I want to read a book a month. I used to love reading. Mm -hmm. And when I like sit down at the end of the day, like reading a book is like the last I just I feel like motherhood just kills my reading habits. I, I'm sure that that is really and you are a book person. I remember when I came to visit you I know. Um, in LA the first time I came to see you, you had this very cool book uh, book tower. Like, yes, I love book that book tower. tower. Is the book and tower I haven't read. Well, yes, it is still alive and I love my books, but there's two books that, you know, I heard about on a podcast and I'm like, search for them on Audible because I knew if I didn't find it in audiobook, yeah, there's no way I was going to get to it. Like I have to be able to be in my car and just listen to it. And of course those yeah. two books don't come in audiobook, and I'm like, shit. Mm-hmm. So because well, I know- Did you mention these book names for us? One is called Freedom by Sebastian Younger. And okay. it's more of a political science book about what Americans think freedom is. Okay, I love this. And it is fascinating to me, the different, the different um, definitions of what people think freedom is. So I will hopefully be able to give you guys a book report. Okay, I like this. Freedom. Freedom, kind of like the idea that like if you never had to fight for your freedom, how do you view it? Yes. And that America is a bunch of entitled people who never really serve, (laughs) except for 1% of the country that serves military. You know what I'm saying? So that is uh, on my list. And then um, a book by Joan Didion, who just passed away. So she was this great American author who just passed away. And my college professor texted me. He's like, you got to read this book. I love that you have that relationship with your college professor. Yeah, I've talked about him. He's the one I talked about uh, in the intro to our um, teacher, um, uh, Mrs. Remind me of her name again. The t- Brochon. Uh, Brochon. Yes, yes. Yeah, so um, I've reconnected with him. Recent. We've always been connected, but more recently. So, okay, going back to your resolutions. So water... Yes. Water, read a book. Reading. Um, okay. I really want to try. And I, 
Now, listen, I'm attempting. I want to actually read the book because I'm in the car a lot. So I listen to podcasts and I listen to books a lot. But I want to because I like read. I like holding the book and reading the book. Um, This will sound really horrible, but let's just be honest. Let's get the real real. I want to try to not drive through uh, fast food restaurants, Starbucks, all of those Um for at least three or four days a week. And that sounds horrible to a lot of people, but like I drive through and get a coffee. I drive through and get a diet Coke. I drive, I, I do that. It's, it's actually a habit, which, um, it's the pandemic too. So I feel like that was one of the safe ways to go get something. Right. That's, that's going to be hard. That would be really hard for me, honestly. I know. Really? It's really, I mean, I have the days written down and I have, um, check, check marks for, I drove through somewhere Sunday and I drove through somewhere today, but I didn't yesterday. So basically I can, I only have one more day. It's going to be impossible. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, um, I think an awareness about it helps, but I mean, with my daughter being the age she is and COVID being what it is, I'm not, you know, like, there's a lot of restaurants and stuff that I would go to very easily if it wasn't for all that, but you're just kind of left with, um, really safe drive-through in some cases. It's a different world, Cal. I I don't even know that mine is really COVID related. I just, that's what I do. Like I've done it forever. So I, I mean, that's going to be a really hard one for me. Um, it's going to be a hard one. So okay. we'll see. And then, you know, the Pelotonia, I'm so excited because we have a guest that has to do with the Pelotonia on soon, but the Pelotonia has a donation and I want to do a better job of raising money, um, towards the organization this year. So I always, as in life, best intentions, I'm doing 10 million things and then get behind, um, on how much I want to to, you know, raise. And so that's my other one. Those are, those are, that's it. That's it. Okay. Those four, I think it's achievable, but that's also very ambitious. I think, I know, I think it's pretty ambitious. I I have been trying to meditate every day and I've, I've done it so far, but listen, what are we on day number four or something? But that's not really a New Year's resolution. I didn't put it on my list, but I feel like I have been attempting because it's, I'm always, I always am in such a great headspace when I'm doing it. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Or even for me, it would be doing yoga before anything else in the morning. Yes. And that's really hard because you have to prioritize that. And you know, you have kids, they wake up, they need you. Right. So I guess it'd be the second thing because I would get her food and make her breakfast and then do my yoga. But so I guess that's not why I set out to do it because I feel like it's just... I know that I'm not going to pull it off. Yeah. So I like doing this end of year thing. Kelly, yeah, the other thing. I'm hearing you for it. I, I like it. The other thing is that I think I'm scared to start this year, like start it the way you're talking about it, like rear to go. Because I'm pretty sure that if I start, I'm not going to stop. Yes. Do you ever have that weird fear? I... I don't have that weird fear. <laughs> wish I actually wish I did. No, here's the thing. I run, I think we've talked about this before. I run hard for a while 
And then I get burnt out and I just like shut down for three or four days. And then I run hard and then I pull back and it is just who I am. And I've even had this conversation with someone recently and they're like, want to balance out their life more. And, you know, I thrive off of chaos, crazy and working too much. And I mean that in all ways. I mean, the podcast dance, um, all the things I thrive off of that and it brings me such joy. So I don't know. I, I thrive off of the crazy. I, I do too, but I'm just, I think this will go away in a couple days. Yeah. But I think I'm just afraid to start. I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. <laughs> or maybe not the word, the word's not afraid. It's like just kind of, the word's not intimidated, reluctant. Yeah. I'm reluctant to dive in. Because when I dive in, I'm going to go in. Right. <laughs> I'm going to try to tear up the world. Right. And so I'm just like, maybe I'll just sit here on the sidelines for a second more, like a couple days. I totally, I do get that. I for sure you know? do. Yeah. Um, I also, Cal, my setup the bean is here. I have my laptop on the floor and all the wires and I'm sitting in like, I have a piece of furniture, just like my office chair. Yeah. And I have the mic on my lap. So tonight I was at Ikea to get the desk because I'm like, I need to have a setup. Right. I don't have a desk. We sent all the good furniture to the new property that we, that we, um, bought last year. 2021 about this for you. Yeah. And we're going to renovate it. Um, but we're not living there right now. And we just wanted all of our good stuff to be there all at once. And then, you know, we're going to live in Ikea furniture for a little while. It's no big deal. Right. So of course, do you have an Ikea in Columbus? We do. Okay. That must be new because that was not the case before. Yes. We have an Ikea. It's not very far away. Okay. And it's, is it ginormous? Yes. Okay, so I didn't get lost, which the first time I went to the new Burbank one, I got lost. But it's like, you go through the whole maze, and then you find, like, I went through the maze, I found the code, I went through the whole maze, I'm picking up little things here and there, and then I get to where I'm supposed to go, and it's sold out. Oh my god! And the gosh. other thing, I know, the other thing is, like, too heavy for me to physically carry. Myself. And it right. was just me. So not unsuccessful, but basically I came home with like a bunch of cheap crap. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is still useful. But totally. anyways, I just don't have a desk right now. Do you feel like you're settling in okay? Other than having no desk and being exhausted? Well, I'm doing like the trip to Ikea. I'm doing this stuff because I want to not feel crazy so badly. Yeah. You know, like so bad. Like if my workspace is crazy, I can't think, I can't process nothing. Listen, I am very much like that. So I, as much as I talk about being all over the place and having a million things, my environment has to be organized, clean, bed made, no dishes. The more organized I am, the the more clear my head is and the more I'm able to work and do all the things I want to do. 
Yeah. And that's probably a good portion of why I don't want to start working right now. Cause right. like I got my laptop set up and this just like makeshift. I've got like my water sitting, you know, I just flipped over a trash can and my water's yeah. on, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like yeah. you just moved. Right. 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 So I think that's probably part of it. Again, moving sucks. Being sick sucks. I didn't really get a holiday the way I had it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't really get Christmas and New Year's. So I think, you know, it's fine. I mean, look, I always say. Did did the bean have a good Christmas? Because this is like the first year probably that she like knows something's happening. Right. Yes. We did the gifts. Like the grandparents did the gifts, but we didn't have a tree or anything because we were literally en route. Yes. Like we moved on the 24th. I know that's insane. Yeah, it's insane. And it was raining. So Mm, nightmare. But I'm really excited for 2022. 2021 was arguably the most productive year of my life, career wise, work wise. Yeah. I know. Listen, your, your, um, post about all the things that you accomplished in 2021, because I was a part, a a part of couple, a couple of those things. Yeah. Um, I I've said this before. I think as women, I'm sure men too, we don't realize all the wins we have and we, what we accomplish. We're constantly thinking about the things we're not doing and not accomplishing, which is what you're really saying about even new year's resolutions. And just even looking at you typing like about us starting greener grass, the podcast about ground rev, it made me feel so excited and proud because I think sometimes you keep moving and you don't, celebrate the things that you do accomplish. You accomplished so much last year. It's, it's really insane. I also realized that I'm not going to spend time, spend a lot of time. And I've said this before, just marinating on things anymore. You know, like life is too short. You got to just go like, and whatever, you know, one thing that wasn't on that list is I didn't do a lot of performing. Right. And in a way, I'm like, oh, I didn't do a lot of performing, but this was my grand pivot in the first place. Like, I know that that is not in my hands. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not getting handed those gigs right now. All right, let's do something else. Because no matter what, if 2022 ends up being more of a performance year, it's not because I'm sitting around waiting for it. Right. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, you know, stay busy doing the things that are going to, you know, help you grow, I think. Right. And, um, I don't know. I'm really excited too. Uh, the other things that I had planned to do at the end of last year that I had no time for. So I'm a, I'm a body worker and I've always trained under my sensei who is a Thai based body. You know, like if you're, if you're a person like me, you got to have like 18 jobs to make all the money fit yes. together. Yes. So I have a body work practice and I have people come so over, I don't even lay on my floor. Okay. I don't even know really what body work. I don't, you have to explain it. Well, I use the body work in the same vein. It's, it's like interchangeable with massage. Okay. Okay. 
I kind of thought that's what you meant, but then I thought, yes. if I'm unsure, there are other greener grass listeners who live in Ohio and have no idea yes. what the heck you're talking about. So I thought we should clarify. Yeah. So I say body work, but really it's, it's like, you know, manipulation, like I'm doing a massage, but my training is in corrective massage. So when you come in for a session, I don't say lay down and then I touch everything, make sure everything's gotten touched, right? Because usually if you lay down for 60 minutes and they start with your legs, they go up to your hips, you know, you get each part of your body, just kind of a little bit of pressure and then they move on. With my style, you say I have hip pain and I try to solve that pain. Right. So I might be in one spot in your body for an entire hour. And my teacher is more, I would, I would call him a healer. I wouldn't call him a masseuse because he's, he's like, what's the word when you've, when you've risen above. (laughs) Yeah. So, and he used to live in Thailand, but thanks to the pandemic, I have him back. Oh my gosh, my teacher, amazing. Yeah, my teacher now lives in Southern California again because he's from here. He just moved to Thailand years ago because that's, you know, Chiang Mai is the center of massage of the world. Okay, this is amazing. And I, it's making yeah. me feel like when I come, um, didn't we talk about like lasagna, charcuterie, boiled yeah. wine? And now I feel like <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to have, this is like the life. No, you're like, gonna, no really yeah. Good. You're going to get, you're going to get some body work. Um, but although I feel like your body work, like I, I feel like you put a lot of pressure on people's bodies, muscles when you're doing this. So it kind of looks like it could be painful. So I'm unsure. Okay. So my whole practice, the name of it is house of pain. Exactly. I knew it was something that made me feel like it was painful. Sounds like well, I'm I just done. want people's expectations in the right place. Sometimes I do just one point where I have my thumb on and they're dying because that's the one thing that's the problem. Yeah. For example, if I had my thumb on that same spot on someone else, they wouldn't feel anything. They'd right. be like, oh, it just feels like you're pressing a little bit. But it's the problem that is exposing that. Mom. So, yes, my love, Dabeen is here. Um, hi, Bean. Yeah, say she said hi, Kelly. Hi, Bean. <laughs> so I wanted to, and I'm going to, I wanted to have like a month of going back into kind of a learning phase do you ever have that where somebody, you know, there's a couple months where you're in a selling phase? Like with my online course, I am like in selling phase for half the year, right? Right, right. And then sometimes I'm in a creative phase where I'm choreographing a lot and sometimes I'm in a learning phase. Well, I would say that that happens for me with ballet. So I start okay. to feel stagnant. Like I start to feel stagnant with the bar that I'm creating or the choreography or just even the fact that I'm dancing or not dancing and what I'm personally doing. And I get in a, I don't want to say a rut, but I just start to feel like I need exactly what you're saying. That phase of learning that's going to, um, jumpstart my brain to get out of my box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like learning phase and creative phase is a really great way to go from learning phase to creative phase. Mm -hmm. And I feel like last year, and this was not a bad thing, but I was in production phase the whole year. Yeah. I was putting, I wanted that. And I, I have to say, I want that again, but I kind of feel like if that's all you do, it's like, 
your cup is just getting empty. Totally. Yeah. So I wanted the end of the year to be a learning phase because I was like, oh, okay, the city will just calm down. Everyone is doing their holiday plans. And I'd love to just sit down, go back through all of my notes and like videos from my sensei and kind of jump back into that. I wanted to, I had taken a rigging course, like an online rigging course last year around this time. And I wanted to delve back into that and remind myself of all of it. So I would still love to do that. I'm going to hopefully carve out time. And now that we kind of know what we're doing with the podcast when it comes to producing it, because last year there was a lot of um, learning curve. Right. For you more than me. (laughs) Well, it's so time consuming, right? To learn how to do something. Yeah. And I feel like that is going to be way easier this year because it's like, okay, we know how to do this now. It's all about just getting other voices and scheduling people and really having the great conversations. It's not about like figuring out how to produce a podcast, which now we know how to do. So, you know, the fact that we do this, I just get so excited and, and you're right. Like even from, um, you know, the idea of us doing it to, exactly what you're saying. Like we know kind of, even from a guest perspective that it's just about people really in yes. general. And you know, the fascinating thing that I love is that every person that we talk to, whether it's Spider-Man <laughs> or uh, a hockey player or a teacher, like there is something to learn from every single person and every single person's journey. And I feel like us, like we kind of figured that out this year that that's what we're doing, diving into that. Yeah. And I feel like our learning curve wasn't so bumpy, but no matter what, when you start something new, it's so time consuming. You got to figure yourself out. So I'm really excited for us to like have a path and kind of understand what that is now. Right. And then bring everybody along with us. And hopefully our listeners will start being a little more vocal. Yeah. I would love that. I would love if people started emailing us and I know it I'm I've listened to podcasts, some of my favorite podcasts. I've never emailed them. Right. Oh no. Never. I've never. I mean I love the the podcasts that I listen to and I've never even thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm realizing, okay, I have to use myself as a case study. Like, why haven't I done that? Would I feel more connected to those people if I did? How would I feel if I did do that and then they responded? It would feel good, probably. Yeah. So I do help, hope that happens. And um, no, there's, there's so much exciting stuff going on. I just, again, the water's a little cold for me right now. <laughs> I'm like right. putting my toe in and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready. We'll see I'm where not you're at ready. in a week, two weeks. You might be in a totally different place. You I might, might be, be in a totally different into place. into your home and feeling so excited and settled. It might be a totally different place for you in a couple of weeks. Uh, first world problem I'm having, Kelly. Yeah. This apartment... It's great. It's pretty big, actually. I have not had these two problems in a long time, probably 20 years. This apartment does not have a dishwasher. Okay. And 
we sent our laundry machines to our new home, which we are not living in. Mm -hmm. So our apartment building has coin operated laundry that we share with the building. Okay. I don't even know what to say. I haven't had my own. I've had my own, um, both of those since 2005. Yeah. Listen, this is tricky. This is a tricky, I don't know. And you have a toddler. Like this is big city living. I know. This is big city living, Kelly. Laundry. Toddlers require laundry. Yeah. Like if I were living in New York city, I would not be surprised by that. Like if we have any view, any listeners who live in Manhattan, they'd be like, oh, well that's, that's just the way. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I remember my times of uh, Boston. Like I had the quarters I had now looking back, (laughs) listen, some of the things that I did as far as taking my, I would take, this sounds terrible, but it's true. True. I would take my laundry, put it in the washing machine, run and teach, run and put it in the dryer on a break, not run, but it was like, you would go back and forth. It was a couple blocks away, (laughs) but I had a break in the middle and I would go and switch the laundry and then come back. (laughs) I feel like if I never had it in my home, I wouldn't feel it, but like to go backwards. Yeah. To like have those things and that be like your standard of living. Totally. And then to have them yanked away from you and you're like in your mid forties, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, sorry, Bean. Sorry, Bean. Mama used adult language. (laughs) 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 You know what I'm saying? Like to have it yanked away at this point in my life is slightly cruel, but the one upside of this apartment is that there's no single water heater for each unit. Okay. It's one for the whole building. So it acts kind of like a tankless water heater. So instantaneous hot water. Okay. okay. Every faucet in a second. So is that, you're saying that's a positive or a negative? <laughs> No, it's a positive because everywhere I've lived, like either the condo I was in or the house that I was just in, you know, you just have to run your water until the hot water from the heater all the way gets to the pipes. I don't know if your house is like that in Ohio. Yes. I mean, yeah, you just waste water as you're trying to get the hot water going. Yeah, I get you. I get, I totally get what you're saying. I am a fan of everything hot. I don't know if you have this as you get older. Um, but I am constantly cranking the heat, cranking the hot water, adding layers. Is this a thing that you do or no? This is just Kelly. So I have always ran cold my whole life. And then after I got pregnant, it changed. And then now I run hot. I wonder if you actually just run hot because you are chasing a child around. Maybe. Because when you have a child, you're never sitting down. You're always going here, doing this, doing that, doing... You're always constantly on the move, which I think keeps you you warmer. Where I am... But listen, I'm like that in ballet, too. I can be full-blown moving dancing with a long-sleeve leotard shirt and a sweater wrapped around me. I... So you're just running cold. Yeah, I think I'm running cold. So Cal, 
I am going to check in with you in like a week and see how you're, I mean, we'll probably end up talking anyway, but let's, let's give the, uh, let's give our listeners an update and maybe that'll help. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you an update on where I'm at. Um, all of you send me good vibes, drinking water, reading, reading all the things, and I will give you an update. Awesome. Great way to start the year. And, uh, yeah, have a go to sleep. Happy new year. I'm going to sleep. Um, and we can't wait to hear from all of you this year. Yep. We have a lot of exciting things coming your way. So can't wait. Hey guys, thanks for being with Kelly and I. We really appreciate you listening. If you go to the show notes, become part of the Greener Grass family and subscribe to our email list. Thanks so much to Asa Watkins for post-production. And please honor us with a five-star rating and a review anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, guys, we will talk to you next week. This is Greener Grass. Do you want to say it in here? Hiya. Hiya. Say check, check the mic. Check, check the mic. Can you say happy new year? Happy new year. Very good. <laughs>